you are so busy. We are all so, so busy. Sometimes eating literally feels like life or death as you head from school to work or work to school or work to second work or home to store or activity to activity or service to whatever. You are all over the place doing all the things and all the things in between. I get it. Trust me, with running my businesses and I'm a landlord and I'm working on my next certification, trying to you know work out and care for myself and have a social life, I'm always on the go and feeling a little bit busy too. And I have a few thoughts that I've put together on how you and I can make healthy options throughout the week a little bit easier. Hey there. Welcome to Be Well with Steph, the podcast the show for women who know that personal wellness can be an actively pursued goal and who are ready to tackle building healthier daily habits with a little bit of good humor, a little bit of grace, and a lot of coffee. I'm Steph Jenko, your holistic nutrition coach and your host, and I'm here to help empower you to create and maintain a healthy lifestyle you love, a lifestyle that gives you the strength, energy, and confidence to go after your wildest dreams. The first way is you need to do some food prep. I can't emphasize this enough. For me, it's usually um, at this point, Sunday evenings or Monday mornings, because that's when I am the most home and the most flexible. But it could be any time in your week that you could carve out a half an hour or an hour or two, whatever you have, even when it's challenging. But if you can carve out a little bit of time where you can get done just a few things, you can cook your grains, you can prepare a large salad, you can set aside some stuff for the crock pot, you can cut up some fruits or vegetables, get some produce ready. Anytime you can carve out now makes it a little bit easier later. So I really encourage you to look at your schedule for the week and figure out where you have pockets of time even. Um, It doesn't need to be two to three hours where you prep all your lunches for the week. But it might be where in my week can I carve out 30 extra minutes that I'm going to use specifically to prepare X, Y, or Z. Food prep is a game changer. Even when we don't feel like doing it, taking that little bit of time is going to make a world of difference later. My second tip is don't be afraid to use shortcuts. Frozen vegetables, pre-cut vegetables, pre-washed vegetables, canned vegetables, still vegetables. So if one of your goals is to include more vegetables on a regular basis, to be eating more nutrients or more whole plant foods, or even to be cooking more, but it feels really time consuming, all those vegetables are still vegetables and they're still better than no vegetables, right? Canned beans are ready to eat. You rinse them and go. Salad kits or bagged salad mixes have really been my new best friend lately because they come with all of the components, even if I want to add to them. I have this uh, taco salad kit that I love, vegan taco salad from Trader Joe's, and I like to add uh, brown rice or extra black beans to it and maybe fresh tomatoes, avocado, but it gives me the base and the bulk of the meal to use, and I can just add little things that I have on top of it. These shortcuts are so 
handy. Um, you can buy fruit that cut is already cut up if that is within your budget or use utilize the carry out section of your grocery store where they have steamed vegetables ready to go. They have pasta salads and bean salads that are often ready to grab if that works for you. You can utilize what works for you or your family, but I want you to remember that not everything that you eat or make needs to be completely made from scratch in order to provide you nourishment. My third tip is to do what I would call batch cook. When you're doing your food prep or you have some time to carve out to cook, I want you to think big picture. Instead of making enough potatoes for a meal, can I make the whole bag? Instead of roasting one head of broccoli for dinner or for snacks, can I go ahead and roast two? Instead of making two tacos just for dinner, can I make a dozen of them and stick them in the refrigerator for lunch or in the freezer and freezer bags to make quick grabbable meals later on? If you enjoy eating oatmeal for breakfast, can you make that into a baked oatmeal or muffins that last you a few extra days? or overnight oats that can stay in the refrigerator for a few days. We're always just thinking about how can I do something in a bigger batch. One way I like to do it is with grains. I always cook grains in a batch. So instead of making rice for dinner, I make rice for dinner and three lunches. Or instead of cooking pasta, you know, it's just me or sometimes just me and my boyfriend. Instead of just cooking pasta for dinner, I cook the whole box and it will get utilized throughout the week in different ways. It doesn't have to be that you're cooking and eating the same dinner every night for three days. But it might be that for three days this week, we're going to incorporate pasta, even if that's in three different ways. And I can save some time up front by just cooking it all at once. My fourth tip is a little bit different, and it might sound silly at first, but it's been a game changer for me. And that is get containers that you like. Get ones in the sizes that you need, especially for your lunches or for snacks. They don't have to be expensive or fancy ones. They just need to fit your needs. I have, for example, um, a quarter cup plastic containers that are from the dollar store. And when I buy a bag of almonds, I immediately fill a bunch of these little quarter cup containers that were a dollar for the whole bunch of them. And ta-da, I have pre-portioned grab-and-go almond snacks. And if you listen to the episode about snack pairs, I grab an apple, I grab my container out of the fridge, and the snacks are ready to go. So containers have made a really big difference. I do have those like standard lunchbox size ones, which were awesome when I was going to work because I could portion things out for lunch. Um, But I find I really like now bigger containers because I love to make salads for lunch and a little container of salad is never going to fill you up. I like to pack in the greens or a couple kind of greens and then load up with other vegetables, nuts, seeds, proteins, beans, rice, you know, all that stuff in a big bowl. And that's how I find my lunches to be really satisfying. Well, you need a big container to do that. And again, the dollar store can be your friend. You don't have to invest in some sort of specialty containers. I'm not going to recommend anything, but I do think that having things in the sizes that you need can make a really big difference. When you are on the go, you want things to be as grabbable and easy as possible. So tip number five is to make more things grabbable. Kind of like I was saying about putting the almonds into those quarter cup containers so I know that they're ready to grab and fruit is already handy transportable all on its own. So you can utilize that. But I like to bake other things like oatmeal or granola bars that are grab and go. 
I like to put maybe peanut butter or hummus or guacamole into smaller containers and suddenly they become grab and go to take maybe whole grain crackers or rice cakes or something like that you might use as a vehicle and put them into smaller Tupperware or Ziploc bags. Maybe you do the same thing with vegetables. You know, it might be prepared in the fridge or you know you have crackers or nuts in the cupboard, but that suddenly doesn't feel like a convenient option when you're in a hurry. So if you come home from the grocery store and you take a few minutes, maybe that's one of your pockets of time is 15 minutes when you get home from the grocery store with some of these items. You take that time to pre kind of package or pre-portion into containers or Ziplocs or whatever you have, then those items become convenient and grabbable. And it might just keep us from running through the drive-through to grab something or popping in the gas station and grabbing something. The reason we do that is because those food items are convenient, right? It's convenient to grab. So we could take a few more minutes of our life Pre-think, how am I going to make my snacks, my snack pairs, and some of my healthier options grabbable for me? Tip six is to think about healthy swaps you can make to things you're already eating without adding in extra work or reinventing the wheel to start eating something completely new. How can you just start to make simple swaps right now? Those might look like using a whole grain pasta or whole grain bread or wrap instead of a white one or a refined one. Then something that you're already used to cooking and making, you can make one little tweak without adding extra time in. You might consider adding beans to something and reducing the amount of meat that you use. Maybe you make bean tacos instead of beef tacos. You didn't have to learn a whole new healthy recipe, you just made a swap. You could consider using oatmeal instead of more sugary cereals, soy milk instead of a dairy milk, all these little swaps add up to you nourishing yourself a little more fully and maybe finding that you have a little bit more energy throughout the day without needing to take the time to learn or cook something new. You can also find replacement items for your typical like microwavable or frozen foods or grabbable foods. You might find swaps that are a little more nutritious. Even if they're not a perfect whole food that you made from scratch, it might still give you the nourishment that you need in a quick way. Like um, I get cauliflower rice from Aldi and I throw that in with my regular rice to stretch it and add a vegetable. Cauliflower gnocchi is another great quick and easy thing I like to have. I sometimes use hash brown potatoes because using hash brown potatoes is a way for me to get some fiber and some carbohydrates for energy that is really quick and delicious alongside whatever vegetables that I want to make. There are healthy versions of your favorite foods out there. There are um, ways that you can increase the nutritional value of what your family already likes to eat just in simple little swaps. Do some research. Maybe Google what a good substitute is. Send me a message. Ask questions. Um, check labels if that's something you feel comfortable with. But I definitely encourage you to not think that in order for me to be healthy on the go, I have to learn how to make six new types of lunches. Instead, we can think, how can I make a swap, add a vegetable, just increase the nutritional value of what I'm already doing? While we are talking about being healthy on the go, the last tip that I want to give is to know your fast food options. Sometimes when you're in a pinch, you have to stop. Nourishing yourself is always a good choice to make. Skipping meals, going without food, 
or waiting until you are ravenous and out of options, none of that is better than just nourishing yourself with what's accessible to you. Of course, I'd recommend that we avoid processed meats and cheeses, that we avoid deep fried things. Those aren't going to serve our bodies the way that we are looking for them to. But there are options at most fast food places that could meet your needs. Salads are on most menus. Um, Wheat rolls or shells are usually available places. I really like to find any style restaurant that has a build your own type option. Like um, I'm local to Western New York, of course, so what you have in your area might be different. But places here like Subway, Chipotle, Core Life Eatery, Panera Bread, They all have like build your own options or very customizable choices where you can choose what you want to include and what you don't. So when you go back to the idea of how do I build balanced meals, you can check out that old um, podcast if you want to, too. How do I build balanced meals? Well, I can think, um, how do I include some kind of grain? Is there a bean? Are there a couple vegetables? Could I add some greens, maybe a healthy fat? You can do that from any of these places. I've been known to order a vegetarian burrito on a wheat shell with guacamole before. Um, There are ways that you, especially at um, Mexican or Asian restaurants, you can really find vegetable, bean, rice-based meals, you know, kind of the essence of plant-based eating. But definitely make nourishing yourself your primary objective, okay? If you are out and about and on the go, you are not going to be any good to anybody if you are starving. Maybe you're 15 minutes from home and you can make it and you know there's food there. That's not what I'm talking about, but I'm talking about know what your options are in the area you live in and how you can make some customizable choices that fit your nutritional needs and that you feel comfortable with. I ran through a lot of different ideas in this episode with these seven different tips. I hope that they're helpful to you. If there is anything you would like to know more about regarding one of the tips, I definitely want you to ask. You can comment on Instagram. You can always send me an email too. It's steph at bewellwithsteph.com. I love to hear from you, your ideas and questions and thoughts, because that just helps me to be able to turn around and share more of what you need through things like Instagram and my email list in the podcast. So I always really, really value your feedback. Thank you so much for listening to Be Well with Steph, the podcast. When there are a million things that you could be doing, I appreciate your choosing to hang out here. And I am proud of you for continuing to work on your own wellness journey. I invite you to head over to BeWellWithStuff.com for the details from this episode, my blog, upcoming events, and lots of other resources. If you enjoyed today's show, I'd love to hear from you. I'm Be Well With Steph everywhere you like to hang out on social media, so come on over and say hi. Until next time, my friends, be well. Hey.